0: definitely not the starters you're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 the score
1: i'm mike hebert owner of cantex roofing and construction every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing construction windows and mirrors call cantex
2: roofing and construction today together we are one serving you see of the bench on 100.7 the score 100.7 the I am Jeff Haxton, and uh, Josh Foppel is in for Choice, because Choice was in for Chuck, and we'll be back to full strength soon, as long as the voice doesn't get knocked out. I'm trying to save it a little bit, boys, because we got a game tomorrow, 1 o'clock. You sound better. With Texas Arlington.
3: Even from the beginning of the show.
2: Yeah, I think it's uh, McGuire's secret tea mixture. Yeah, I'm about it. Good stuff. It's got, uh, what, uh, Vitamins... Yeah, tang
3: a, Yeah, Tang and clove were the ones that I caught a lot, but there's cinnamon because it doesn't dissolve in water. And uh, quite a bit. He listed a lot of ingredients. I don't
2: okay, well, hopefully that'll uh, help me out. I know Lucas is out because he's sick. I uh, want to keep you up to date on things happening with signing day. And it's fun for me because these have been tweeted side by side. For Texas Tech, the number one long snapper in the country is Ryan Vagana out of the state of California. Huntington Beach, and then right after him, the nation's second leading punter in 2023 is Jack Burgess. So you go from long snapper on your Twitter on your Twitter timeline to punter. So we got everything covered. Got a good kicker coming back, and Gino Garcia. <clears throat> special team's a massive part of college football that are getting that taken care of here today. And again, Micah Hudson has signed. I know there was some worry this morning before we got on the air. No need to worry. He is it. And, you know, it's with Micah Hudson, I mean, one, the what would you say on this Texas Tech football team this year was missing most? And I think, you know, any answer is going to be fine because there was quite a bit that was missing. But what would you say Josh was missing the most?
3: Explosive plays are probably gonna be what I would put my uh, put as my answer because there was a lot of expectation last year for the, the tight ends and we really couldn't, never really, not we, they couldn't really ever get them into the mix, uh, not playing like the expectation was. This year, offensive line was gonna be better, the wide receiver room was gonna be better, and you just, especially with like um, white, and mm-hmm. uh, you just—they never really got up to snuff. Kind of where what we were talking them up to at the beginning of the yeah. season, it was it was the explosive plays. You got some, you got some possessions. You were able to, like uh, fall to the ground kind of stuff, but there was never really caught for ten, taken to the house kind of uh, kind of plays.
2: No, you're you're right on, and you know, so um, explosive players, um, explosive plays, um, finishing. I think way way under what you thought your um, big play capability would be, and that goes to quarterback injury. It goes to uh, Baylor Cup. I don't think he was healthy pretty much all year long. Mason Tharp missed some games, mm-hmm. so. Your tight end room; those are your two main guys hurt quite a bit. Uh, you could you see what it looks like when it's healthy. I mean, Tharp did great in the bowl game, but that doesn't fix your explosive plays and that. So when you see, for me, when you see like a, a Miles Price, you know he goes to Indiana. Man, to me, that's in the wrong direction. <laughs> I mean, Texas Tech is a better football program than Indiana. Now, he may fit in better in Indiana because they're, they're known for not having explosive players or explosive plays. Um, you see Bradley, you know, transfer out. And uh, I thought maybe the lone guy that you could say you got out of him what you thought you were going to get out of him was Xavier White. and You brought him up. I thought he did about as good as he could do. Mm. But everybody else, Bungie, had one amazing game where he blocked a kick and um, caught a touchdown pass, and that was against Houston. But overall, um, and that's where Micah Hudson comes in. He's going to jump right in and say, hey, uh, uh, I'm probably already the biggest, most explosive guy you've got. Think how big this state is, how many people play the game of football, and that is hard to wrap your mind around that the number one player in the state's not going to UT. He's not going to Alabama. He's going to Texas Tech. Ben, what do you got? You've been leaning in.
1: So I, for one, say the consistency of the offensive line play. Yeah, we talk about explosive from the receivers and whatnot, but you can see how a poor offensive line, I'm not saying this was all the time, but just in the times that they were, can derail a team. No holds up the middle for runs. Receivers not enough time to get separation because QB doesn't have enough time to set up an accurate pass. And then constant fatigue in the defense because of the nonstop three and outs. Now, again, I'm not saying this was all the time. Just when the offensive line was a liability for this team in, like, say, the West Virginia game and the BYU game, the fact that we're getting all these newer faces should help anchor a lot. So,
2: but if you've got the fourth-ranked rusher in the country, you telling me the offensive line just stunk?
1: There were times, yes. Not all the time.
3: Kind of, in, in, in the defense of that, he also, Taj Boyd, Taj, Taj Brooks. I, I hated that. Sorry about that. Um, he was also very high up on the list of making people miss. So, I mean, that that's, Kind of in defense to your point,
2: yeah. Wouldn't he number one in in missed tackles or yeah, maybe people? It, I don't know how they track all that. If it wasn't number
3: one, it was very high up on the list. It was, I don't remember the the number or the ranking. But
2: so I I did this with my son, um, when he was frustrated about results for, um, Texas Tech. I was like, all right, let, you know, and I did this with Oklahoma State too, because those are the two teams that we watch the most and the two teams that he can get frustrated about, I was like, okay, let's take it as a unit. Let's peel this orange here. What would you grade the offensive line? What would you put? I mean, well, a, I, let's I, let's just do it in a class, A, B, C, D, E, F. 20, okay. Or, uh,
3: if I had to, I mean, I wouldn't say they did great, but even just given Taj his success and his ability to run, they did decent at least decent in run protection and was were able to get him off the line far enough. So you, you can't go too far like D, like DF kind of stuff. So if I wouldn't give him a B, I'd give him a C.
1: I'll give them the benefit of the doubt too, I'll say C.
3: Wide receiver as a unit. Uh, because of the expectations, not, be, not necessarily because of the output, uh, I'd probably give that a C also.
1: I'm in the C to D range as well because the expectations for this position group, like you said, were exponentially higher than what we saw. Quarterback
3: room. Given where we were, I'd probably give it a B.
0: B.
1: And
2: then, of course, I think you're probably going A, A A-plus with running, yeah. With your running back, because of what Taj did. So, I mean, you start averaging all that out, you're like, man, you're lucky to win seven games.
3: I think the area that needs att- maybe not needs attention because of injuries and stuff, but that we we didn't talk about was getting pressure on the quarterback. Because other than probably a couple of games, there wasn't a ton of that throughout the season. Yeah, you had guys that would step into holes and plug
2: holes, but as far as getting heat on quarterbacks, that was a struggle. We'll have the highs and lows coming up. Keep your thoughts coming to the 8th Flooring Center chat line. You're on 100.7 The Score.
0: Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The
2: Score. 100.7 The Score, 100.7TheScore.com for the highs and lows here on Wednesday. We are live at the First United Bank Studio. Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. A Hacks, Foppel, and Porman edition of the program as we have... On the holiday rinse and repeat and see what you can get done that's what we've got for you today and uh, i've already missed a lot on the chat line but i promise i will get back to that it is national signing day
0: dogga, 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 dogga.
2: will hammond in, mike hudson in, punter long snapper guys with um offers all over the country uh Transfer from Florida, wide receiver, transfer from Arizona State, Conyers, uh, tight end that can also run the Wildcat. We've seen him do that before. Uh, So he's an athletic guy, uh, West Texas guy. Uh, Things looking really good on National Signing Day and excited about that. And there will be a press conference, and you can watch it on ESPN Plus at 1230 with Joey McGuire, and he'll go over everything. By the way, everybody in the country had their best signing class ever today. Oh. you will hear that from oh, every I'll coach see
3: what you mean. Yeah, okay
2: every coach, yeah, we like we love we like we love we like we love and then you know just keep that in mind that not every class is the best class and uh, you know just buy the hype at your um, at your caution because I did it last summer and that was not good although again, you end up with a winning season and uh, you've won three straight balls. So that's good. go. Uh, just got uh, Case and Long from shallow water. So recruiting the area well, that's always a good thing. Nutcha! High school fan zone tonight, 100.7 the score, is 6 o'clock. Cowboys crosstalk, 7 o'clock, double T 97.3. And then late into the night, Lady Raider basketball, Oregon State. 11 o'clock is when Fink will be on the air with that. And you can listen on both 107.7 SFM and 100.7 the score. Tomorrow, myself and Clark Lambert will be on the air at high noon as Texas Tech will take on UT Arlington, a team that we saw that's not too bad. Not bad at all. They've got some pieces. Uh, They beat Air Force over at that Coast to Coast Classic right before Texas Tech beat Vanderbilt. And then TCU hammered Arizona State. This league is is absolutely filthy. It's going to be hard to, to negotiate. But hopefully we can do it. Gotta stay healthy. We've already had our one one bad injury. Let's just leave it at that. Basketball coming up tonight. The
0: number one,
2: yeah. Alabama, Arizona, Villanova, Creighton, Jackson State, Gonzaga. Yeah, no, that one not very exciting. But Gonzaga's ranked way up there, so we got top twenty-five action. Oklahoma, North Carolina, eight o'clock on ESPN. For me, that'll be must-watch because I texted my friend Toby Rowland. He's the play-by-play voice for the Sooners. I said, hey, are you guys legit? Because they're undefeated. He said, talk to me after Wednesday when we play North Carolina. So, I will be watching to see if they are legit. Uh, Connecticut, ranked fifth. They play Seton Hall. And then another one that's just a great, great matchup. Uh, Six o'clock, Duke and Baylor coming up. Um... The football was good last night, too. Uh, Marshall, UTSA was an okay game. Um, the Thursday NFL game is Saints at Rams. Not to get too far ahead of myself, but I did anyway.
3: You got anything? Uh, Sure. Give me a high. Coming up on the last. Three weeks of NFL football, regular season at least. And we're going to talk some
2: NFL for, too.
3: Yeah, so it's, it's, it just means for good football. You know, we're coming up on uh, securing playoff spots. Teams are going to be playing for their right to postseason, and that's nice and fun. Give me a down. Hello. You know what's not cool, Bobby? Hell. Uh, I, I'm a Packers fan and it's been a fun season. Give me a high. Roger! Roger! Uh, it's, it's signing day and I think we've already gone over a lot of things and you're right. Uh, every class is the best class every year, every team's best class, but I, uh, I'm feeling good about today. I'm feeling good about, Uh, I'm feeling good so far.
2: Another one throughout the show, we're just going to kind of list guys that come up um don't forget about josh kelly okay he's one of the pac 12's best receivers wazoo right washington state okay thank you uh coming in from washington state he'll be a, a red raider receiver next year we we'll, we'll, as these come in and they're they're all in but um we'll talk a little bit about everybody we see that have signed their uh their
3: dotted lines you got anything ben
1: yeah, I got a low. Well
0: Ladi freaking die.
1: In my fantasy league, uh, it's a 14-man league, and I finished 11th. Even though I drafted Justin Jefferson first overall, and if you've been watching this season, you know what that means. Yeah. Gus can empathize.
3: All right.
0: Not going to amount <laughs> to jack squat.
2: Along those lines. So, I put the tumbleweeds, that's our fantasy team. Oh, okay. I put the tumbleweeds in Perry's hands. My okay. 12-year-old boy. Yeah. Made him the GM, and I'm the owner. Yeah. He closed us on a four-game losing streak. Oh. Missed the playoffs. On a tie break. Broke his little heart. And, uh... I had bonuses installed, too. Like, if he made it to the playoffs, he'd get 25 bucks. If he made it to championship and won it, he'd get 50 bucks. So, he's like, he's ticked off. Tumbleweed's out of the playoffs for the first time in uh, franchise history. Wow. That's a seven-year history. Fantasy leagues are, are, are fascinating. Like, 14 teams. That I used to participate in a 14-team league. And it's just pure carnage. Oh, yeah. Because... The waiver wire is like a battlefield, um, especially when injuries like we've had this year. I mean, there's been so many. Think about if you're like, yeah, I got Aaron Rodgers. I'm set, man. I'm going to be in the playoffs. Cool. Yeah, First game, done. done. And finally, he shut up about coming back. He'd been talking about coming back this year mm-hmm. on an Achilles. He, uh, he, there's not really a reason for it. You're not Tom
1: Brady. What'd you say, man? At age 39, too?
2: Yeah, exactly. I don't care how much sweat lodge, uh, peyote. Yeah. Maybe that's what He's just on peyote. He thinks he can do anything all the time. I don't know. But he ain't coming back this year. That's for sure. At 39. That's, That's a good point, Ben. All right. From the Ace Flooring Center chat line, it is much, much harder to pass block than run block. Yeah. Hack saw a little blurb flash across my screen that OSU stole a commit from TCU today, too. I like it. Yeah, I think that happened last night where they flipped a running back from the state of Georgia. Oh. Shot of whiskey, squeeze half a lemon, two tablespoons of honey, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, fill remainder of mug with hot water.
3: Like a hot toddy with...
2: That's a hot toddy. Lots of Longhorns are getting worked up about Texas Tech today. Pretty crazy considering they don't care about us. Interesting. You know, I've seen a lot of that too. Man, I I really think it goes back to Brett Yormark and what he said before the season started up here in Lubbock. And that kind of caught fire, went viral. And that got uh, Texas, who again is not supposed to care about us, little Red Raiders. Caring about us. For sure. Uh, I wouldn't save choices, dad jokes. That's from the 8th Flooring Center chat line. Talking about saving things from the fires. Wouldn't save choices, dad jokes.
3: Not a segment that they appreciate.
2: What do you guys think Woodman would say from the sprawling Woodman estates? Or do you think he just... Stroke a few checks and have Janine replace everything. I think he'd definitely do the latter.
3: He's got those overhead <clears throat> sprinklers for sure. Can you um? Save can you
2: fire Choice real quick? you see that up there?
0: What we've done there with Choice, now you fire him right away because of accountability.
2: And they always turn around and give him more money.
0: What we've done there with Choice, we spent $2.5 trillion. Anything you can name. Just want to tell you, we have your back. It was a joke.
2: There you go. I, I, Bobby Hot Dogs, I don't think he'd save anything. he just, he
3: just cut a check. Most of his memorabilia is here.
2: I have a whole room full of stuff I wouldn't let burn. Challenge coins, memorabilia, paintings, awards, quilts, jewelry, boxes. That's from Eric on Wheels. Thanks for writing in to the Ace Flooring Center
0: chat line. More coming up. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score.
2: Getting a rolling. uh, That's how we've made a lot of progress from the start.
0: We really have.
2: Start, rough. Voice, rough. Jeff McGuire's special tea remedy, good.
3: Yeah, sounds like your old self.
2: Making me feel better. Good stuff. And we got some good stuff coming your way. Um, A Hacks, Foppel, and Porman edition of the program. Get to feeling better, Lucas. Get back home safe, Chuck. And we'll get to uh, full strength uh, probably after Christmas, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because I'll uh, I'll be in there 24 hours from now, setting up for a noon airtime. With Texas Tech and UT Arlington, we get to see the Red Raiders play one more time before Christmas, and I'm excited about that to see how they look against UTA, because UTA's got a decent team. Watched them beat Air Force. Um, They uh, went back and forth in that game, but ended up distancing themselves a little bit. <clears throat> the Mavericks won against uh, the Air Force Academy. That'll be a 1 o'clock ball in the air tomorrow, hopefully to get your, your Christmas ball rolling and um, gosh tomorrow we have uh, also Liberty Girls against Idleu, Liberty Boys against Idleu Boca Raton Bowl at 6.30 Saints and Rams at 6.30, all that happening here on either 100.7 the score or 107.7 ESFM or Double <clears> T <throat> it is National Signing Day um, it is also lunch hour so go for it Ben
0: Sucking on a chili dog, 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 chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on, sucking on chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on chili, sucking on a doll.
2: Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on chili dog. <laughs> Ben's really enjoying himself this morning. Uh you know, Lucas is really low, laid back, low key. Yes. Ben's just uh, He looked like uh looked like uh, John Travolta in his prime back there with the dance moves. Uh I wanted to to throw this out there because I'm looking at this. There's um A Twitter account called fascinating, and what do you know about Jim Thorpe? Uh,
3: No, no deep dive is probably just the uh, what most people would know about him. Probably nothing. So this
2: story is is pretty fascinating. Okay, from the Twitter account, Um, you know, I look at (laughs) I look at the way that today's athletes are treated, and. Just the care that's given, the millions of dollars that's invested to keep their bodies at the highest. Yeah, yeah.
3: hasn't LeBron said that he spends like two million dollars on a yeah. on a on his diet like yearly or something like that? Well, like you I'm don't fully it, on his. You
2: don't. You don't do what Tom Brady did again, which is on his combine day look like me, a dumpy. I mean, <laughs> just didn't look like. And by the end of his career, he's got the sharpest jawline you've ever seen i mean do you think you know he's he's he plays for all these years you think that was cheap i mean that was a lot of cash uh, to keep him rolling yeah. jim thorpe he was at the 1912 olympics and he was representing the us in track and field <clears throat> on the morning of his competition his shoes were stolen so what jim had to do was he found two shoes in a garbage can and there's a photo of him wearing these. One of the shoes was too big, so he had to wear an extra sock. During this day, he won two gold medals with trash can shoes.
3: Very cool. Impressive.
2: And then he had the medals taken away from him. He's a Native American. And then he finally got them back. His um, boyhood home is in Yale, Oklahoma, which is west of Stillwater, and um, his, you know it's he's got birth home, his birth home, and all kinds of stuff. But I found that I just again, we're so soft, and it's it's not anybody's really fault, but you know we fly in seven thirty sevens, kick our feet up, get to places like that. I mean, these guys had to ride trains. They had yeah. to, you know, go cross country or cross the world on a on a boat to go compete in international Olympics and that sure. sort of thing.
3: The reality is that we create worlds that we 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 want things to be easier for our kids, right? Like we we tell our kids about the struggles that we went through, so that they we want to make the world a place where they don't have to go through that. So the natural cycle is that yeah. I mean, they're not going to go through the experiences that make them, you know, hardened and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm not going to school both ways in the snow. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> back in my day.
2: You're not one of those guys. No, I Boy, I, I am. We had three television stations back in my day. Now you got 700.
3: It's not fair. I, I can fool probably tell you. I would not run. I, I could. I don't know that I could. I certainly couldn't show that level of resilience. You know, st- in uh, trash can uh, shoes. Yeah, trash can shoes. It's amazing. That's wild. Like that's. And they look
2: like they barely fit on his feet. <laughs> that's great. Um, Very cool. Yates Flooring Center chat line. Just a couple to clean up. Uh, lots of these guys that are leaving are Matt Wells guys. Wish them well, but we're moving up. Yeah. Some of those Matt Wells guys are also pros. So it's not like he just swung and missed all the time. He he brought in some big time players as well. Um Michael, hacks, what were the pickem results? It was choice 8 and 2. Lucas 7 and 3. Michael, you were third at 5 and 5 and I was dead last at 4 and 6. Ooh. Second time I'm on the wheel this year. I've been really good, though. My overall records.
0: Sizzling.
3: What's the worst punishment on the wheel? Golly, what is the worst punishment? Do you all decide on them or is yeah, like they're okay? Well,
2: yeah, okay. sometimes the chat line chips, okay. on, like like everything else. Um, I I have to think the blended McDonald's that Lucas had to eat.
3: The garlic couldn't have been fun either. Lucas, the garlic Lucas, clove. Lucas. Yeah,
2: right. I passed that one off to him. you um, has <laughs> some bad ones. So, Joyce is going to finish dead last, which means he's got to drive to post. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Okay. So, you have to drive to post. 40-minute drive? And then just 30, turn around and come back. Oh. So, like...
3: 20, okay.
2: You can... uh you can make a nice little trip out of it if you want to go to post. You can. There's places to eat. There's places to stop and get the beef jerky. Um, you can make it a nice little trip. You don't get you don't get any reward for driving to post. You just have to drive and turn around and come back. Come back a loser. That's got to be a choice. Uh, we'll give you some headlines next. Josh and I are also going to get into some NFL here soon.
0: I'm one hundred point seven the score. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Headlines today coming
2: up tonight. uh, It'll be Lady Raider basketball on very late at 11 p.m. on 107.70 SFM. And 100.7 The Score, Lady Raiders lost last night, 66-58. And that was their first loss of the year. A chance to bounce back, though, and hopefully again. You want to get this one. This is your last opportunity because a flight from Maui back to Lubbock can get very long if you go 0 and 2 And, you know, you've got Texas waiting around the corner on January 3rd or whatever it is. So you're going to need to get things popping in the right direction. Hopefully that happens. And, again, you can listen to it. Also, Cowboys Crosstalk tonight at 7 o'clock, high school fan zone six o'clock on 107 100.7 score um it is signing day everybody that's supposed to have signed has and that includes micah hudson the number one player in the state of texas good news there coming off of a 34 14 win in the bowl now you got some momentum going as always there's going to be some flips on national signing day um a guy that was committed to Ohio State, four-star wide receiver recruit, Jeremiah McClellan, flips to Oregon. Uh, Dylan Rayola, who was committed to Georgia, is going to try and save the Nebraska program, no pressure, as he's going up there and following in his father's footsteps. Also, I can't remember what school, but Dylan Rayola's big sister played Big 12 volleyball trying to think of which school it was. So, the athletic family, because she was pretty darn good at her sport as well. Tonight, college basketball, Duke and Baylor. UConn and Seton Hall. The big one for me is North Carolina, Oklahoma, 8 o'clock. Villanova and Creighton. See if Villanova can get it going in there, 7-4. Creighton's ranked 12th. That'll be in Omaha. And then Arizona and Alabama play tonight. Arizona is ranked 4th. This league's going to be ridiculous in basketball next year. Golly. You better start. I mean, you better make moves. Or you could get left behind. Whoa. Speaking get, of left behind.
3: Getting some surging here in the studio. We still on? Yep.
2: I see people right. running around. Very nice. All right. Let's get Josh Poppel's power index for the NFL. I've been waiting to hear this today. What do you got?
3: Fantastic. So I don't think I have to – I don't think anybody's surprised about what my number one would be uh, if you had to take a guess.
0: Who, 49ers. Yeah, yeah, for
3: sure. 49ers. Uh, second, I have Baltimore Ravens. I, I, we, we can talk See, about See, I had them the up list. there at third, too. I'm glad yeah. you did. Uh, we can talk about the list, but I'll just go through it real quick. So 49ers – I have the Ravens, I have Miami at number three, uh, and then Kansas City, and then uh, I wanted to put the Eagles and Lions up there, but I wasn't sure which one uh, more so to do, and so I put the Bills in there at number five. they That's probably speaking purely from a ranking of teams with no playoff implications, because it's not even sure that the Bills will make the playoffs. Like there's a chance they won't. So, I'm just listing things based on pure power rankings as the season stands today. So, um, go through it again, one through five. Yeah, <laughs> 49ers. Ravens, Ravens. Then I have uh, Miami, Chiefs, and Bills.
2: Where's the Cowboys, man?
3: I the way that they let the Bills run over them, you get one, two gimme games. Three is pushing it, and the Cowboys have really shown that on the road they are not the team that they are at home. You could say that for most teams, but the degree to which that applies to the Cowboys is not great. Um,
2: If it's the plush Jerry world where it's 72 degrees inside and uh, their home fans are there making it, you know, making them go crazy and and, and wild, then um, the Cowboys are probably going to win by about 15 points. But I, I, and I, I don't want to say this as a, a definitive term. Okay. But last week, I had the Bills winning by 14 or more. Wow. Yeah. I said, I, I do think these guys have some poser in them. Yeah. It's not their complete identity because when you, again, if you have to go to Arlington to play these guys, it's probably going to be a long day for you. But if you go out in the elements and you go all the way up there to Buffalo, <clears throat> things can change real quick.
3: Yeah, I agree. I, I think the Cowboys are a real team. I, I don't think there's, um I, like you said, they have some poser in them is probably a good way to describe it. But it, the, the drop-off between who they are at home and who they are on the road is just, it, it's way too big for me to elevate them more than they probably deserve. They're good. Don't get me wrong. And uh, Dak has probably shown this year that he's not the quarterback. I kind of associated him with leading the league in interceptions. Uh,
2: um, yeah, those numbers are a lot better this year. Yeah.
3: The quarterback rating is a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like you said, they at home, you could probably pick them to win by 15 and stuff, but that doesn't bode well for if you're not the top seed in the NFC. Which you will so, be. Yeah, so you have to take this on the road, and then Super Bowl's going to look even worse. So, I mean, let's get, let's get them to a... NFC championship first and see how they do. But I honestly don't even think they make it that far.
2: Yeah. Get, um, smacked by the Niners, that inexplicable lost Arizona. Then have the bills do what they did. There's a lot of questions, but I think they will have some answers. I'm not ready to give up on them just yet. And I did have them in my top five. Porman, do you want to fire out a top five NFL power ranking?
1: I'm gonna spout off, spout off, spout off, the Ravens, Niners, Lions. I'm still gonna give my team the benefit of the doubt. I hold them to a higher standard than maybe I should, but I'll put the Cowboys at four and Eagles at five.
3: I struck the, the reason I left the Cowboys out are because of the Eagles and the Lions, but they ultimately put the Bills in anyway. But both of those teams the eagles and lions i feel like play really hot and cold or have the ability to play really hot and cold and that just that kind of did it for me to leave both of them out detroit in particular i really thought they were going to come through hot this year and they i mean they let the packers walk over them not that the packers aren't a good team but uh then they dropped some more games than they should have and the eagles just aren't the team that i thought they were going to this year that I think, Bush unless you
1: want right to do here. the tush push, yeah, <clears throat> or in their terms, the brotherly shove, <laughs> the city of brotherly shove.
3: <clears throat> That's good
2: from the eighth flooring center chat line. It's a typical Jerry Jones Cowboys team, no more, no less.
3: <clears throat> I I put them a little higher than that, probably. Yeah, I just I
2: disagree because how many years of eight and eight did we have? Eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight, right in the middle. They're better than that.
3: I I, I will agree in the, in the sense that this is a playoff caliber team, but they either miss or eliminated in the first round. That That's kind of where I put them. Uh, I could see them winning at home, but I don't think they make it any further than
1: that. I will say that Bill's loss looked like a Jason Garrett coach game. Oh. Uh, that's that's a good point as well
2: um I, I you know the bills were coming off of a big triumph at arrowhead and i think they probably felt like man we scooted out of there with one we probably should have lost um especially if you've got a guy you know lined up offsides on offense like the way they did <laughs> and so I just felt like they would be in a good position to roll, and they did. Uh, is there an allsops with beef and bean burritos, or maybe some prime ceviche?
3: Does this one not have beef and bean burritos? The they all do. The one that's yeah, there's one across from campus. Or yeah. what, are talk, what are they talking? What they? I'm about
1: not sure. Someplace? Maybe this okay. is a reference back to the post remark. Oh, if there's an okay, post post. with bean burritos. I
2: do gotcha, hit that. Okay. I do hit that Allsup's in post, and it is filthy. Ooh. It is filthy. I mean, all those stores have just they have the an smell. To them. They have the smell. sure. And that smell is deep fried burritos and chicken.
3: I used to be very about those burritos. I'm about it. They're very good.
2: Very good, and, and the hot sauce makes it. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, y'all. We got 30 more minutes. And we'll come back and have yours from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Get your questions in. I'm here for 30 more minutes. Get them in because tomorrow I got hoops. If you got questions, get them in to the Yates Flooring Center chat line here on 100.7 The Score.
0: Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score.
2: Yes, get your questions in through the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We're in the First United Bank studios, wrapping things up here for our Wednesday. Merry early Christmas, everybody. If you want to see some of the highlights, right now the place to be is the Texas Tech football uh, social media account. They have guys in their Texas Tech uniforms, uh, you know, beating their chest and then pointing to the Jumbotron, and then it zooms in. And shows all the highlights from these guys that are signing. And Joey Maguire's tweeting like a madman. Um, but if you want to see <clears throat> what these guys do or what they've done at the high school level or even some at the Juco or Division 1 level, then you can do it. Also, one of the cool things about this, I'll make sure my sound's down. As you start this video, it shows all the progress that has happened on the South end zone, Josh. It's. Um, it's gonna look really cool i mean we all know that but you know it's hard to see but um it pans from left to right across there and then you can see how the south end Zone's shaping oh, up and yeah. then okay cool into the jumbotron so twelve thirty is going to be that on espn plus where they kind of break down the recruiting class as it is National Signing Day, but we want your questions into the Ace Flooring Center chat line right meow. Um, Chuck is a poodle, wants everyone to see his fluffy coat. Bench warmers, would you bet there are more Cowboys fans or Chiefs fans in Lubbock, Texas
3: today? Uh, Cowboys fans. Um, I would say that just because you have people who. Uh, don't necessarily super follow Texas Tech football particularly cuz you have people who follow you know more so basketball than uh and baseball than the I mean you could say that's probably actually a combination of Rangers fans are probably m- more than both uh because of Josh Young and just Rangers in general
1: Foreman Oh 100% Cowboys definitely I don't think any of these Chiefs fans here in Lubbock can say that they were pulling for them when they had that <laughs> when they had that vaunted defense with Justin Houston, Hawley, Derek Johnson, Eric Berry when he was healthy. Oh, I
3: love Justin Houston. I thought he was going to break the record, and and he just he didn't. But I thought he was on track to.
2: I'd say it's about seventy five percent Cowboys fans across the city. If you are talking about. Um, a pie chart I'd say 75% are Cowboys fans and then you have Texans um, Chiefs that's pretty much it maybe some Broncos Hmm. Lauren Motter Broncos start bench cut eggnog hot chocolate apple cider
3: start uh, apple cider Big on apple cider, uh, bench, uh, eggnog. Because I'm still a big eggnog fan. I'm just more a fan of apple cider and uh, cut hot chocolate. Kind of be- cracker you on, not buddy. Because I don't like hot chocolate. I just like the other two more. I'm a I'm an eggnog kind of guy. So it's, it's and it's very seasonal. Like they only sell it seasonally. But apple cider, you can kind of you can find it other times of the year. Eggnog is just seasonal and hot chocolate is, you know, it's hot chocolate. It's good, but it's uh, it's not it's really special. Uh, apple cider
2: starter and put on the bus to be shipped to another time zone. Eggnog <laughs> and eggnog. hot chocolate. So I'm going to start one and I'm getting rid of the others. All you right. guys can have them.
3: Sure. I'll take it.
1: Start hot chocolate bench apple cider cut eggnog all
3: right
2: did Hudson sign or did choice jinx it lol less from one he signed we're good
3: he actually signed right after choice made all those (laughs) uh made all those people nervous it was like the tweet went out very close to after that uh uh all of that happening.
2: I'll give this my uh, my partner. This he's got timing. I don't know if it's
3: good timing, bad timing, but he's got timing. Certainly, kind of did the same thing with the. With, I don't remember if it was uh, against Houston or if it was against uh, or if it was World Series. But he made some people nervous with his with with something he said as well. Have you
2: heard about the um, Jeff Banister story, Ben?
1: I have not.
2: Uh, Choices on the air one day saying, you know, just doing a regular show. Says, there's no way they're going to fire Bannister. Five minutes later, the statement came out that they had fired Jeff Bannister. And he was being serious. He was like, there's no way they're going to fire him. There's no way they're going to cut him loose. <whistles> Gone. Perfect. Derek Thomas was one of my favorite players. Been a Chiefs fan for a while. Always Derek been a Thomas was Cowboys good. fan. Yeah. It's fun to watch him play. He
3: played forever, too. Yeah. He, uh, he was a great linebacker.
2: Now, like myself and most of these Chiefs fans, we are not Chiefs fans. We are Mahomes fans. Yeah. That makes sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Fair enough. I mean, you probably did the same with, um, I, now I'm blanking on names. The receivers, the two receivers that were in, um, Crabtree? Well, well, Crabtree actually wasn't, wasn't what I was thinking of. No, uh, but wasn't West Walker and um Danny, Danny Amendola. Amendola? Yeah. I mean, I probably had the same situation there. QBs just more prominent, so of course you're going to uh, have some of those. But.
2: Can't forget Choice breaking the news of Chris Beard's engagement. Yes, that's another thing that was supposed to be private that Choice knew of and broke the news on... Oh, 100.7 the score. Uh, what if there's whiskey in the cider? It's a good uh, Metallica cover, whiskey in the jar. Mm. I'm
3: a fan of spiked any of these. Anything, yeah. Uh, hot. Ch- I, I don't think I've ever seen spiked hot chocolate. I'm sure it exists. I've just never seen it.
2: Need to put some... What is that the peppermint stuff uh, schnapps
3: oh, okay
2: try some schnapps in there
3: that'd be a good one.
2: who cares about chris beard's privacy yes uh now good point uh choice sucks oh <laughs> we've already fired him twice today we can't fire him again
0: what we've done there oh. with choice now we <clears throat> fire him right away because of accountability
2: or we can
3: I think the second one was only the, it was the money one, not the, we didn't fire him a second time, I don't think. That's true. So there's the second firing.
2: Um, okay, here, to to wrap things up, since this is National Signing Day. Sure. Um, recent, just put out rankings. And I talked about this a little bit earlier. Those uh UCF boys. So, future Big 12 class rankings as it stands this is from Ben Golan. He put it together. So, I need to give him credit. Texas Tech 23, UCF 30, TCU 36, West Virginia 42, Arizona State 43, Arizona 47, Kansas 49, Cincinnati 50, Iowa State 50. Also, so tied there. BYU 53, Oklahoma State 56, Utah 57 a little bit surprising there. I see Porman's eyes got big on that one. Kansas State 60, Colorado 65. Deon Hype Train slowing down a little bit when it comes to numbers. Baylor 71 and Houston 94. Which is again, I was why I was a little bit shocked that level had them in the top tier when it came to job when it came to Big 12 jobs. But uh, there's no doubt that Texas Tech has done a terrific job. Now you have to, to again, get to the the prove-it level. That's where I'm going to be at as we get through basketball, baseball, start to make the turn into the summer months. That's where I'm going to be, prove-it level. And where I'm going to be, again, is hopefully burying the ghost of quarterback health past because that sucker has been um, quite active. I'm thinking with the destruction of the the old – football building, the ghost will be buried under there.
3: We can hope so. There's a qu- one question on the chat line. Um who has the best chance to start except for Micah Hudson? Uh you don't want that answer to be quarterback. Uh you don't want to go so far down the depth chart that you need to uh, bring someone up or, or take someone into the red shirt.
2: All right, that's gonna wrap things up for us. Thanks for uh listening to our patchwork into the bench. Uh, my voice made it somehow, some way Thanks
0: to Josh and Ben. Bottom line coming up. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.